We're <laughs> we're back. We're back. Psycho. <laughs> okay. Just like, I, I can't believe it. It's, we're uh, back. We are. Uh, no more technical issues. We got some new microphones. Yeah. Don't we sound purdy? You probably can't yeah. even tell the difference. <laughs> probably not. I can't hear it until I. It sounds it, magnificent. So. <laughs> it sounds absolutely magnificent. Great. But uh, yeah, welcome back, everyone. Sorry for the uh, hiatus. Yeah. We do, we do not have an excuse. Busy week. Oh uh, yeah, that's it. Shit happens. All right, and my want to feel old segment. I have something sad to talk about. Um, the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven was this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like it would be not right to not say anything about it. Um, I realized on the eleventh that I was at work with a bunch of like. 14 and 15 year olds who weren't alive when it happened, which was a little bizarre to me. Like, yeah, it's pretty nuts. I mean, like we were, what was, I was like nine. I was in fifth grade. I was in third grade. So that doesn't You were in up. fourth grade. I was in third grade. No, we've had this discussion. I'm pretty before. sure I was in third grade. You were in fourth grade. I was in third grade. Because I was in fifth grade. No, you might've been in fourth grade. I wasn't in fourth grade because we lived in Tuckerton when I was in fourth grade. So did I. That's relevant. <laughs> and I did It doesn't matter. Whatever, I'm not. I lived in Egg Harbor Township when that happened. Okay. And I was like one of the last kids to get picked up from school. I didn't get picked up. I remember because I was in an empty classroom. But did my they third grade, tell you? My third grade classroom by myself because I was the only one who didn't get picked up. Did they tell you at school? Why? No. Um, I mean, I had heard from other kids, but they didn't like teachers. Oh, no, didn't. Nobody knew. Teachers and staff didn't say anything. I remember like my teacher was crying and like other teachers were crying, but they didn't put like I've some people that I graduated with and that went to different elementary schools said that they like put it on the TV. I had no idea until my dad mm-hmm. came to pick me up. And yeah, no, we didn't do any of that. But yeah, we're not going to stay on that too long. So, I mean, I'm just not. Anything that could be said has been said already, I feel like. I mean, it's, yeah. you know. I just felt like it had to be. Acknowledged. Um, acknowledged. Which is crazy. It's been that long. Yeah. yeah. America, um, America was cool with each other for about two days after that, and then went right back to shit. So. <laughs> it's a little longer than two days. But and slightly longer. It's definitely not that way anymore. No. And that's where we end the political stuff. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> there's no way to like transition out of that. So my other want to feel old is Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Premiered on this day in 1969. Nice. Yep. September 13th. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you have a want to feel old? I have several. Shit. Okay. <laughs> um, it has been two weeks. It has. Been. I only have three. Um, Batman the Animated Series turns 29. 29. 29. I still watch it to this day. To this day! <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty, uh, shocking, shocking stuff. Um, System of a Down's Toxicity turned 20. Oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. That one stung. Yeah. And, uh, neither of us were alive for this. Uh, Metallica's And Justice for All turned 33 years old. People are still looking for the uh, the bass on that album. They're never going to find it. <laughs> Fucking okay. Lars Ulrich. 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 I never learned how to actually say his name. <laughs> I don't know. The guy sucks. Huh. 
Right. Um, it's been two weeks worth of news, but I specifically did not write down that much shit. Okay, well, I think instead of going back and forth, maybe you just go down your list and I'll go down mine. Sure. It'll help keep it a little... We're going to actually, for real, try to do a shorter episode. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's quite late. Yeah, it's... Uh... We uh, literally just got out of seeing Shang-Chi. Finally got around to seeing that, so um, we're going to... What? I just got a Venmo notification. Daddy Rob legit wants to be friends with you on Venmo. You can get friend requests on Venmo? Apparently. Daddy Rob legit? I definitely don't know who this person is. Hold on, sidebar. Now we got <laughs> Who is he clicking on his profile? <laughs> he has a profile picture. And it says he has no Venmo transactions. That's interesting. We're just going to go ahead and deny that. Just, uh, burly man with a Starbucks cup? <laughs> interesting. That's very interesting. Anyway, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep it a short episode. Well, we're going to mow through the rest of this, believe me. But yeah, we just got out of seeing Shang-Chi. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, so we'll just yeah. blow through our news. All right. You want to go first? I will go first. Okay. Yeah, so I have a lot for, more than you. Like so. like I said, uh, might you might have heard about this already. Maybe not. Um both Mission Impossible 7 and Top Gun Maverick are pushed back to 2022. Okay. They were all supposed to come out the tail end of this year, and it just... Yeah. A lot, a lot, getting bad vibes from the tail end of the year. I mean, the Marvel movies are kind of like sticking there, sticking to their guns. Like, now yeah. we're doing theatrical. 2021 is happening, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, more and more shit. Like, tours are dropping off. Movies are dropping off. So, I mean, yeah. it's... Um, mm, I got shit under control. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing. Um, uh... For Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, it has been confirmed that uh, Sylvie and Mobius from the Loki series will both appear to some degree in the movie. So we may okay. we may get another shot at Mobius getting the jet ski. So that just got me actually a little interested in that movie. You weren't already? Him and of Wanda are going to be am, but... doing their thing. Did you not know the Wanda's in the movie too? No, I didn't. Yeah, she is. Of course, I'm interested in it, but Doctor Strange is just not my favorite. Oh, so good. How is he not? Uh, whatever. How is he not my favorite? How is he not one of your favorites? I mean, that's just. I like him. You like Harry Potter enough. and magic and all that stupid shit, right? Oh my god. <laughs> just yes, joking. I do, but I don't find them comparable. So. Yeah, because he's a sorcerer supreme, and Harry Potter sucks. Please go on with your next <laughs> news item. I'm just kidding. Harry Potter's all right. Um, I don't really, I don't know if I'm going to watch this one, but, uh, we got a trailer for Red Notice. I don't know if you saw that. I don't know what that is. No. Uh, it's like, um, like a, a criminal heist ish movie with the rock, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Oh, it's a, it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. It's a Netflix movie. Film. Yeah. Um, trailer just kind of meh. Yeah. Gal Gadot seems like she's having fun. She's kind of stepping out of her wheelhouse a little bit. Not like anything crazy. She hasn't, she's like the villain. Okay, I didn't see the trailer, the but I saw like a couple, probably a couple months ago. Now they, all three of them posted like a picture at the same time and yeah. said this movie's coming out. Blah blah blah. Wait, I saw someone posted online like um, like if you just took out Ryan Reynolds and put Jason Statham in there, this is basically Hobbs and Shaw too, and that's exactly what it looks like. Like that same shit. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's on Netflix, so it'll be pretty accessible. Podcast is here. <laughs> the new mics pick him up very well. 
do have to give uh, everyone a shout out who has been giving us um, good reviews on the um, the Apple Podcast app or really wherever you're listening. But this the email that I got. I don't even know if it's legit. Seemed legit. Um, hold on, I, I will read um, it aloud. Hold on. Um, got it from hello at podstatus.com. Uh, the data is provided by podstatus.com. Uh, it says, your podcast, The Brittany and Shane Show, has good performance in Apple Podcast rankings last 30 days. We are ranked number 154 in the category of entertainment news in the United States, which I, I call that a win. Yeah. We're on episode, what, 12? Yeah. Episode 12. And all the podcasts out there, all the different entertainment podcasts and stuff, <laughs> were 154 last month. I... I, I, I Put in, put in the sound effect, the clapping sound effect, right here. Yes. yes. Well done to you guys. Thank okay. you. All right, uh, moving on. We got another trailer for The Many Saints of Newark. That's on my news, yes. Beat you to it. I maybe cried again. Because yeah, um, Little baby Christopher. So he, he does kill him, right? You would know if you watched the show. Well, I just... I, I know... Th- I got ears. I hear things. Christopher's like... Christopher Moltisanti, I think, mm-hmm. is his last name, is like one of my favorite TV characters of all time. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. It's just something about him stuck with me. So he's probably a piece of shit then? Yeah. Okay. Because like <laughs> all, all, all your characters, <laughs> all your favorite people across the board yeah. are consistently pieces of shit. Yeah, pretty much. That's why we're married. Oh my God. Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That was from last week. So here's this week. Um, just today, hours ago, hot off the press, we got a first trailer for Hawkeye, the Disney Plus series. We did. We did. I didn't see that either. Uh, looks pretty good. Not what I was expecting. Um, they're going the um the holiday buddy cop route. Interesting. It's like during Christmas time and like the poster they released is like this holiday season. Every pres- every present comes with a bow. Which I thought was. Oh, I did see that actually. Yeah. But like, because I was like, like, what? Like, why is this the tagline? And then I realized, duh, yeah, Hawkeye uses a bow and arrow. But like, uh, they're following up on like his, like the, the five year period um, between Infinity War and Endgame where he was Ronin. Like he was just murdering people. Yeah. Um. Apparently, there's like some comeuppance for what he was doing then. Okay, okay. And well, you it's it's in the trailer. So like, uh, Haley Steinfeld is introduced as Kate Bishop, and she's apparently like taking over as Ronan without like Clint Barton's knowledge. So he like chases her down, and then we have our buddy cop show. Hmm. All right, I'll and watch it when we're done. Florence with this. Pugh is supposed to be in the yeah. series too, so that'll be good to see her back because I did really like her in yeah. the Black Widow Black movie. Widow. Yes. Okay. Well, like I said, keeping it short. A couple of things left. Christopher Nolan has announced his new film will be a biopic about J. Robert Oppenheimer, the guy who uh, helped build the atom bomb. Okay. Like, um, I mean, like a character piece about like apparently, like, you know, there's like the huge moral question yeah, of like, yeah. hey, I built this thing that murdered millions yeah. of people. So that, um, but the movie aside like it's being shopped to a bunch of different studios like i don't know if you, like he wasn't happy at all when warner brothers said like uh they're gonna release all their shit day and date on hbo max yeah uh so 
he's like shopping it around to other studios. So interesting. That will be interesting. All right. Uh three more. This one isn't a movie thing. Uh wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh I did not buy this fight on purpose. Um but Evander Holyfield came out of retirement to fight this past weekend at the age of fifty eight. Yes, I saw. Against uh Vitter Belfort. I don't know how to say his first name. Uh he got knocked out in the first round. Um I don't know why the boxing commission allowed something like that to happen. I don't know, but now isn't he saying he wants to fight Mike Tyson? Well, I think they've been kind of yeah hinting at that for a little while, which I guess you know whatever. But I don't know that you can tell in his training videos he looks like visibly frail, like he can yeah. barely move. Like it just does it doesn't look that like he's in good shape and everything, but he just looks old for lack of a better word like it's not safe for him to fight right and like he's taking one he's blocking one body punch from belfort on like the clips that i saw and he's his body is moving like two to three feet at a time like so they're not yeah that's not the same fucking level (laughs) so we good on the ref for calling it as early as he did i mean holyfield obviously he's a fighter he wants to go out in a shield but he was like oh i thought they stopped the suit too soon but like dude you're almost 60 years old that like just right you don't hang up your fucking cape and cow doing this yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> alright but uh yeah that was dumb <laughs> uh Haley Atwell has been cast as the voice of Lara Croft aka yes. the Tomb Raider that's on my list as well for uh the Netflix Tomb Raider series that was like I got excited because it, you know clickbait titles like oh Haley Atwell cast as Lara Croft and I was thinking well we're getting a Tomb Raider 2 from the last one with like Alicia Vikander playing her so um, we're not gonna have two live action Lara Croft, and turns out we didn't, once I actually read the article. Oh, yeah, I didn't read the article. I just yeah. saw that. <laughs> she would be a really good live-action Lara Croft, though. Yeah, I actually thought that when I read the article, or when I saw the article. I literally just said I didn't read the article. <laughs> <laughs> and my last bit of news, um, they're giving Colin Farrell's Oswald Cobblepot slash Penguin from the upcoming Robert Pattinson Batman movie a spinoff on HBO Max. So, interesting. This is the second the movie that hasn't come out yet. That has two spinoffs coming out already. Okay. You have the Gotham PD one. Yeah. And then now you have the Penguin. Hmm. So that's sus. Sus. In my eyes. <laughs> it's like um, I mean, the movies looks very good. Looks fantastic. They're putting a lot of faith into it. I mean, we'll, we'll see, but doesn't really bode too well when you're kind of launching greenlighting all these projects off of one the performance of one sole thing it's like the dark universe thing a couple years back like oh we have this mummy movie coming out it's gonna have the invisible man and fucking dr jekyll and everything and then that mummy movie sucked and the dark universe was dead not everybody thought it sucked mm, yeah only smart people. <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, that's uh that's all i got all right so, so I will kick back. Yeah, I got quite a few things here. First of all, to follow up on our um, rainy day episode from the other week, I did have a couple people comment after um, the episode, like after we recorded it already. Uh, somebody said a Downton Abbey marathon. <laughs> and um, somebody else said, any scary or suspenseful movies? The Conjuring, Insidious, Get Out, and Hereditary. 
and Don't Breathe are some of the many that I like. I think we talked about the Conjuring movies already on the last I episode. I think so. Those are perfect, like, rainy day movies. Except for the third one. Sorry. It's just like, if you could sit down and watch, I could just sit down and watch all of them on, in one day. On a good rainy yeah, day. Yeah, probably could. Yeah. Um, so there was that. Uh, Britney Spears got engaged to her longtime boyfriend, Sam. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It starts with an A. Um, also, her father has filed the necessary paperwork stuff. To step down. To step down officially as her conservator, which is great. Good. Go get fucked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that. Um, Not in a good way. <laughs> Cody Rigsby, my favorite Peloton instructor, is going to be on Dancing with the Stars, a show that I do not watch. Also, this my news this week is like extra pop culture heavy. So, Wait, what, what, what Dancing with the Stars isn't the lady that um, plays Jan in The Office? Isn't she doing it? Yes, she is. And That's... also, JoJo Siwa is going to be dancing, and she will be the first person to be dancing with the same sex partner. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I saw a thing um, on like one of the office meme pages I follow. It said that whoever plays Jan is dancing on Dancing with the Stars. And if she yeah. doesn't dance to the, um, you took me by the hand. Oh, my God. If she doesn't <laughs> dance to that, then the whole thing's a waste. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, like I said, this is a little like. Dude, this is this is fantastic. I'm entertainment like, I'm, heavy. I'm liberated. Um, except for this, actually. So. Um, a group of 20 gorillas at the Atlantic, Atlanta Zoo tested positive for COVID. Oof. They said they think it's a, um, they think it was from a zookeeper who was not vaccinated. Um, no, who was what's it called? Asymptomatic, like didn't know that they had it. So is that like the first like recorded case of it being no? So I I went down like a rabbit hole with this. So there's been other things with people giving COVID to animals, but not the opposite. So like there's no recorded cases of a gorilla giving COVID to a human. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I just thought that's it's like kind of sad. It is, but I mean, I I, I know I'm, you're I'm afraid of gorillas. I'm terrified of gorillas. <laughs> absolutely fucking terrified i hate, I hate them I'm, I'm marveled by them but i also hate them they're a little scary how human-like they are but it's not it's, not, it's <laughs> just the sheer brutality of that animal just terrifies me <laughs> <laughs> beat you senselessly fuck that owen wilson to star in disney's haunted mansion wow remake i did see they're this. doing so i think i'm gonna watch the one with eddie murphy um soon. Because I remember that movie very fondly and like Halloween's coming, you know, I think it'd be a fun little. I remember I was at a. I'll probably put it on as like background noise and not actually watch it. I was at a kid's birthday party and we went to the movie for the birthday party. I don't remember if I liked it or not. Then maybe we should watch it together. Hmm. Um, it's funny what from what I remember. Okay. But um, The Circle season three started on Netflix I was so mad you had band practice and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch The Circle, like finish the season. And that's one of the shows that Netflix has been doing where they put out like a couple episodes a week. Mm -hmm. 
they don't drop the whole season at once. And I didn't realize that because the first two seasons were out completely, like when I started watching this show. So, hmm. yeah. So I have to wait until Wednesday for oh, more episodes. No. I know. How did we used to do this for every show? Um, the creators of Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor, mm-hmm. their show, is it them or just the writer? That show Black Mass comes uh, out. It's like the creator, I forget his name, uh, whatever. That show comes out within the next couple weeks. Um, do you remember Rye Dune? I do. The guy from Vine. It's a body. Yeah. He, so he, I still follow him on Instagram. First of all, like one of you old, Vine was so great. <laughs> it just upsets me because like TikTok is like all the rage nowadays. And like Vine was so superior and less annoying. I agree, but like. And went away for no reason. I'm sure TikTok is not going to be around forever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, know. TikTok's like a black hole, although so was Vine. Yeah, like, v- yeah, and there, uh, maybe I'm just remembering it too fondly. I was about to say there weren't stupid vines, but there are plenty of stupid. Oh vines. my god! There so yeah, there was vines. plenty of stupid vines. Well, t- um, my next two news things are about Vine. So, Rye Dune hasn't posted on Instagram or anything in a while, and like he's talked about his struggles with like depression and anxiety and all this stuff. So, he posted a video the other day, and it said. Like, the caption was, like, why I haven't been, uh, like, active on social media. Mm-hmm. So then he he says in the video he hasn't been act- – he hasn't posted in five months because he went – he's in grad school to become a therapist. And he's, like oh. – he says – and he, then he said, and the reason I'm doing that is because of you guys. And you guys being like his fans. Yeah. And he posted, a, then he played, he said, a long time ago, I posted this video on Vine. And it was a video of him saying, like, I have depression and anxiety. And, like, I just want you to know that you're not alone out there, basically, like anybody else. He, it, he was, like, saying it to his followers and stuff. Yeah. And he said the reaction he got from that video was better than, like, made him feel better than any other video he's ever posted and any other, like, laughs he's gotten. Because he's a comedian. Yeah. Although he did say he's, like, but laughing on, st- getting laughs on stage is still the best feeling in the world. But um, he said getting, like, people's messages and stuff, basic, like, from that video for all this time basically inspired him to go back to college and get his degree and That's become awesome. a therapist. So yeah, I thought that was really nice, like wholesome. Um, also Ava Ryan, who is the little girl in the, I smell like beef. <laughs> I smell like beef. 16. Yeah. She's hysterical and she's still funny. Like her mom still posts videos of her all the time. The kid's like 12 or something now, but she's also the one who does the, She's points to the bats on her wall and she's like, it's freaking bats. I love Halloween. Uh, she started selling T-shirts that say that it's like a picture of a just, bat. Just and now? it says it's freaking bats. I love Halloween. Well, b- I'm assuming probably every year, but this is the first time I've ever seen it. I just okay. thought it was cute. Um, We watched the movie Vacation Friends. <laughs> yeah. 
with John Cena. And not good. It was very funny, but like he was the funny part <laughs> in that movie. Yeah, he he was the only. It was really. Quality of that it movie. was like really corny, and but you said they're making a sequel already. Apparently, I'll probably watch it. I, I, <laughs> whoever um, the lead actor is, in the, I forget his name. Uh, he was like. I know he was in that movie Get Out, like he was um, the main character's friend or something like that. He was just completely just insufferable. Yeah, he's, the entire he was kind movie. of annoying. Just so annoying. <laughs> nah, but whatever. Know. The part where they're actually on vacation was funny, but uh. after that was a little bit downhill. But I thought the whole, like I laughed the whole time, but. Anyway. John Cena was definitely the driving force of that movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, all right. I'm going to just go through these real quick. This weekend was the Emmys and the VMAs. So it says Creative Arts Emmys. I don't think that's different than the regular Emmys. No. Um, so I'm just going to list a couple of things that stuck out to me. There's obviously a lot more, but it, it was hard to find like a comprehensive list for this and for the VMAs, which I'm going to talk about next, of like, all of the winners mm-hmm. and I am not going to watch like a 12 hour broadcast right now to find out. So yeah, these are just some things that stuck out to me. Uh, outstanding television movie was Dolly Parton's Christmas on the square on Netflix, which I remember last year when it came out, I said I was going to watch it and I never did. Um, or I don't know if it was the beginning of this year. I'm assuming it was the end of last year, but it's probably going to be, like just like a corny lifetime Christmas movie, which I love. So, hmm. I or Hallmark Channel last year. We never had cable. I mean, we have had cable in our lifetimes, but like the last couple years, we didn't have cable. So this year was the first year for some reason. I watched the Hallmark Channel like a <laughs> lot around Christmas time, like a lot. Um. Outstanding guest actor in a drama series was Courtney B. Vance in Lovecraft Country, which you watched. Courtney B. Vance. Well, who is she? I believe it's a man. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Actually, spe- while you're looking that up, speaking of Lovecraft Country. Um, it was canceled. That was my next thing. Well, no, that was a couple weeks ago. But uh, Michael K. Williams passed away this week. Chalky White. Yeah. That was on my list as well. He, well, he was in Lovecraft Country, so I just kind of took that segue. Courtney Van. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. So he won. For Lovecraft Country? An Emmy for Outstanding Guest Actor. So hmm. was he only in one or two episodes or something? Uh, No. He's in like oh. the whole series, I think. Okay. I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. He does die. Oh, shit. Sorry. I'm trying to move through this quickly. No, I mean, a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it, but I'm trying to move through this quickly. Um, outstanding me. music composition for a series, uh, original drum, dramatic score, <laughs> dramatic, uh, f- was for Ludwig Göransson for The Mandalorian. Uh, original music and lyrics, Agatha All Along. I saw that from one. WandaVision. Very so cool. that was Very pretty cool. cool. Um, that was written by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. Um, outstanding period and or character hairstyling was 
uh, for Bridgerton, which I haven't watched, but it's on my list of things to get to. Um, also, I thought this was kind of cool. Outstanding music direction, Bo Burnham inside. Outstanding directing for a variety special, Bo Burnham. Outstanding writing, Bo Burnham. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was nice. Yes. Um, also, outstanding stunt coordination and performance. That's two separate yeah. Emmy Awards, uh, both for The Mandalorian. And they got a visual effects Emmy as well. There was a lot of love for The Queen's Gambit, which I watched in one day. Um, and also Saturday Night Live, which is like so crazy to me that it still wins all these things. We spent probably like two hours the other day just watching like Saturday Night Live skits. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, like old ones. It was funny. I just love when they break character like, what was the one? Podcats back. Meow. What is the one with Ryan? Um, oh, um, shit. Where it's like the UFO encounters. Yeah. Um, the heck is his Ryan name? Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Kate McKinnon. I wanted to say Ryan Reynolds, but I knew that wasn't right. Um, and also the Mandalorian won a lot of stuff. Uh, well deserved. Yes. Yes. Um, <clears throat> moving on. The yes. VMAs were last night. Which I, until... Right now, you talking about them didn't realize it was still a thing. <laughs> yes, it was. And there was a lot of people there who I um, questioned kind of why. One of those people being Conor McGregor. So at like 3.30 in the morning, if anybody from my job is yeah, listening to this, I hate fucking attention. all of you because I got woken up by a text message at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> and then again at 5 o'clock. But that's besides the point of the story. But at the 3.30 mark, I couldn't fall back to sleep, so I just started, like, scrolling on Twitter. And I see this video that somebody posted of... And, of course, they only show Conor McGregor throwing a drink at Machine Gun Kelly. Now, first of all, why is Conor McGregor at the VMAs? Like, that's that's my first question. But he didn't just throw a drink at Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly pushed him first. Just like unprovoked? Supposedly, Conor McGregor asked him for a picture, but then I listened to Conor McGregor talk about it after, and he says, I don't know who that was. I don't know who he is. Some, um, oh my God, who sings? He said, I don't know who that guy is. Some vanilla ice wannabe. I just know he's with Megan Fox. So people were saying he asked Machine Gun Kelly to take a picture. Probably asked Megan Fox. I'm assuming he asked Megan Fox to take a photo, and Machine Gun Kelly responded with no, and then pushed Conor McGregor, who has a cane. He was walking with a cane because he broke his foot and all that stuff. So he tripped, and he then Conor McGregor threw his drink at Machine Gun Kelly. The whole thing is dramatic. but like, It is just strange how wherever Conor goes... Yeah, somebody said high jinks this follow. is his year, his yearly drama or his yearly like. Well, he's doing the same thing that Mayweather. I mean, I'll be quick. Uh, the same thing that Mayweather does. Like he just keeps his name in the headlines, and that's yeah. That's how you make. Like, that's how he makes money. It wasn't. He was provoked. It wasn't like everything I've seen since then is like people only posting that second clip or the picture that you looked at before, where he looks like he's throwing a punch at Machine yeah. Gun Kelly, like. 
nobody is talking about the first part of what happened. He didn't just go at him for no reason. He was just reason. like his reaction, though. It's like, I mean, if I'm Conor, oh, yeah. if I'm Conor so McGregor then, in that situation, like, I'm Conor McGregor, that's Machine Gun Kelly, who basically is like a fucking living dead person. Yeah. Like, I'm going to laugh so, at you. So, well, Conor McGregor's <laughs> response to it was actually like funny he got asked about it like later on in the night and that's when he said he's some vanilla ice wannabe whatever but then when machine gun kelly was asked about it he literally acted like a four-year-old and he was like nope and leans away from the they like literally just straight up walks away from the guy who's interviewing him and then megan fox says we're not going to talk about that so like at least she responded to the guy he literally was like no and like ran away like a little kid. So I don't know what's happening, but it just was a mess. But I was very entertained by it at four o'clock this morning. <laughs> so just a couple quick um, VMA winners. Um, video of the year. Maybe I'll start at the bottom. K-pop. Best K-pop song was Butter by BTS. Um, best R&B song was Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars with some uh, features. I did not write down who the people on the song were. Uh, best Alternative was My Ex's Best Friend by Machine Gun Kelly. Hip Hop was Franchise by Travis Scott with, again, some features. And Best Pop Song was Peaches by Justin Bieber. How was this year? Mm-hmm. Um, best new artist was Olivia Rodrigo, who's the girl that sings Good For You. I have things to say about that later. Um, song of the year was Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License. This one confused me a little. Artist of the year, Justin Bieber. Did he have like a new album? Not yet. So he just had Peaches? I believe so. Hmm. So like, <laughs> he's been around for a long time. He could still be artist of the year, like if you did, well, if you yeah, like, if you just but... dominated charts that year or something like that. But I, the MTV awards, like like the movie awards and the VMAs, well, all their award shows are fucking bullshit anyway. Like they don't oh, mean they yeah. don't mean anything. Absolutely. And I, I don't think there's any like. I'm just. Like, I, I really I'm like I don't even know how they they choose the winners. I don't think there is an actual system. I, <laughs> I don't think it's fan voted or anything like that. And I don't, there's no committee. It might be fan voted. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. I'll look it up after the, after we're done here. Uh, but video of the year was Montero, parentheses, Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X, which is the one where he's like the dancing devil. on a stripper pole. And it like, yeah. Huh. So that was interesting. Um, ba -ba -da -ba. I decorated the house for Halloween. Last weekend, I know you love that. Fantastic. Um, football's back. Baby. I'm already over it. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking, and you and I did discuss this, and it may be not like a weekly thing, but in honor of football being back, I think it would be fun because I've wanted to do it anyway. So maybe we'll just do it and then talk about it. The um, I want to watch every Super Bowl halftime show. So we t we talked about this before, and I, and I th yeah that that's fun, but it was weird. It was almost like uh, Zuckerberg was listening because then well maybe not. It came up on Facebook, but a, a Watch Mojo suggestion came up, and there's it was like the twenty most like cringiest 
Uh, yeah, that's why I want to watch them because there's I know, some fucking weird ones. I know they did like a Disney on Ice one. There's a couple Disney ones. Yeah, so I maybe not next week, but I want to watch some of them and then start to like review them. Yeah, there's <laughs> so I just shit. think it would be interesting to see them all. Um. Do, 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 do. Uh, my nephew's 10th birthday was the other day, so happy belated birthday. Should have put that in the want to feel old. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he turned 10, and then my, uh, well, our niece is also about to turn 10, and like my little sister is going to be 16, so I'm just going <sighs> to go die now. Yeah. Um. Also, I just turned 30, so also want to feel old because that- I'm turning <laughs> 30. That was um that happened since the last episode, so I am officially old. Um, I went to the mall the other day, got some Bath and Body Works candles, and yeah, sick. Vampire blood is like my favorite uh, fall scent, and it was or Halloween scent because they have like Halloween ones and fall, um, and they were like sold out of so much stuff in that scent already. Like, it's not even September, barely. This was like a week ago. Um, but yeah, they're available online. So, uh, Jennifer Lawrence is pregnant. And I feel like there was something else, but that could be. That's it. <laughs> Speaking of Jennifer Lawrence, we got another trailer that other uh, movie with her and. Leo DiCaprio, uh, Don't Look Up, coming out on Netflix. What is that? Um, I don't know if it's a comedy, but it's made by uh, Adam McKay. He did like Step Brothers and a bunch of like those. Uh, yeah. But he also directed Vice with Christian Bale, the Dick Cheney movie, and um, okay. The Big Short. Um, so he's like taking a big foray into like dramatic material. But the premise of the movie is um, there's like an asteroid hurtling towards Earth. And they hire okay, uh, so Leo don't watch it. One, <laughs> um, they hire Leo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, who are like scientists, to try to stop. So like, I watch the trailer and like, and Jonah Hill's in it again. A Wolf of Wall Street reunion between the two of those. Um, kind of seemed like it was trying to be funny, but I wasn't laughing. So I don't know exactly <laughs> what it's supposed to be doing. Of a, I mean, I'm still gonna watch it regardless, but uh. It's a Netflix movie, and like one out of every fifty of those is good. So interesting. But yeah, I mean, if the, the cast and everybody involved seems yeah, is tremendous. So um, Leo doesn't do bad stuff. So. Do you have any more news? No. no. All right. So then, while we're on the topic of trailers, we'll just go right into Shang Chi. <clears throat> we walked in the movie theater, and I immediately spilled my whole popcorn on the floor, and I wanted to cry. <laughs> um <laughs> you just stood there because like, i like we're sitting towards the back and the doors open we're like first of all i gotta call early bs on that like if why are the why are we leaving doors open at, at the movie theater like to the actual hallway because the movie didn't start yet so you have a dark room and a door open with the fucking bright lights shining and like Listen, close that shit i agree and, with and you movies are getting i'm quiet. the one who got up to shut the door and movies are getting quieter too and i don't like it and I tripped and I dropped my popcorn. You did. And it was very sad. And the movie was like literally starting. So and I it was couldn't... like all the buttered part too. Yeah, I know. There was like an inch of popcorn at the bottom of the bag. 
movie was like literally starting so i couldn't even run out and be like hey i dropped my popcorn let me get another one or buy another one whatever although it was free because i have the regal app so see we're, we're i guess I we're deprived we don't have like the um the stations that they do at the nicer movie theaters where you could butter your own stuff i wonder if that's even available right now anyway uh i don't know we haven't been to amc since covid have we the last movie we saw there was the rise of skywalker please stop doing that sorry um so we're just gonna jump in spend a little time on this um trailers trailers for in the beginning of shang chi uh jackass we've seen moonfall i've never heard of dune june that was the first time i've seen that trailer it looked really good uh dear evan hansen I want to we, see We have that. a 45-year-old person playing a high school student. He doesn't look that old. <laughs> and he's really not. He's not. He's younger than I am. Doesn't look it. He doesn't look that old. Plus, he's the, he was the original person in the Broadway show, which I haven't seen, but I love the soundtrack for, so I do want to see that at some point. But um, West Side Story, that was like, what, what do you call it? Like a teaser trailer. That's not uh, a trailer. That, like, yeah, that was the first. But like visually, that movie well, could Spielberg. suck. But it looks. I'm like wondering why gorgeous. are we why are we revisiting West Side Story? Like, does anyone even care about that? I'll see. I'll watch it. It's Spielberg, so I'm watching that yeah. shit. But like, I don't know. Is there a demand for that necessarily? I mean, I. Uh, not yes. that you really. You didn't, you know, There's like it doesn't a have to be a demand for everything. I, I guess whatever. A lot of things right now, but um. Feels odd. It looked very like visually stunning. I, I, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, check um, it. I'll watch it. And then Eternals, which I had never seen a trailer for before. Oh no, no. Oh. So very, very good looking. Yeah. I think. Um, um, the guy from Game of Thrones. Which one? Exactly. Game I of looked Thrones at reunion. Here. I was like, Game of Thrones reunion here. Um, Kid Harrington's about to pout his way through a Marvel movie. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then the movie started. Uh, should we just? That was all the trailers. Yeah. Okay. It is weird it going was... to Regal and not seeing the Coke commercials anymore because they changed their sponsorship to Pepsi. Yes. Not liking it. And I don't always get a soda, but like I literally, because I, I said need a Coke I was at the movies. Up at three o'clock in the morning. I woke, I took a little nap on the couch and I woke up with like five minutes to spare. So I rushed out of the house and I was half asleep still. So I was like, I'm going to get a, a soda. I do like Pepsi, but I don't like fountain Pepsi, if that makes sense. No, I get Because like the... Like fountain Coke, the, the sh- delicious. But a fountain Pepsi, The not soda so water and the syrup ratio is different on all fountain sodas. It's not like pre-mixed, like it comes in a can or a bottle or anything like that. Like yeah. it mixes it simultaneously, so you yeah. can have lopsided ratios here. Also, but, uh, I forgot why I don't drink soda today because not only was like a Pepsi, which I never really cared for, but like we're watching the movie and I I don't drink soda. Like I said, ever I just drink seltzer. I felt like my heart was just gonna <laughs> fucking jump out of my chest and my teeth were gonna fall out simultaneously. So yeah, I called BS on Regal for switching to Pepsi. Also, um, for not having pretzels. It's Monday. Can't have a full menu if there's nobody going there, you know? I know that, but 
I was looking forward to pretzels. Today. And she was stingy on the, the nacho cheese, too. She was. She was super stingy on the cheese. It was like half full. It was like a quarter of the way full <laughs> because we got nachos instead of pretzels. So, so and passionately I normally, you felt about that. Because I was going to say something about it, and I was like, no, I won't bring this up. I call BS on that lady because she was rude when we walked up to the counter. She was. We're the only well, we asked. Here. We asked to buy tickets, and she was just like... She like rolled her eyes like, I'm sorry, I didn't buy my tickets online. Like, sorry, the, uh, whatever. I didn't have time. I was asleep, lady. Oh, I was too busy taking a nap. <laughs> but she was nasty from, yeah, from the start. Anyway. Regal staff shit aside. Um, that really annoyed me because the, as the I cheese talked really about did annoy in the previous me. episode... I like to dip my popcorn in the cheese after you're done with the pretzel bites. Very and what little popcorn I had left, <laughs> I was you looking had even forward, less cheese. I was looking forward <laughs> to eating with the cheese, and there was no cheese to eat it with. So first, I dumped half the popcorn, more than half the popcorn, on the floor, and then I couldn't even enjoy it because it was there was no, no butter, cheese. there was no cheese. It just sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and i normally like don't complain about people like people like that but she literally from the second we walked up to the counter there was no like hi how are you no customer service voice no 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 nothing she just stared at me until i said uh can we get two tickets to shang chi like that was it there was no like she hadn't zero or she was a robot maybe i don't know uh, maybe Tesla's getting them out there in the wild already. Ew, stop. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, anyway. Shang-Chi. Yes. Um, we're going to do spoilers, right? It's been two weeks. Yeah, it's been yeah. out for two weeks. Also, so, um, I got to show you the video when we're done. My mom tagged me in a thing about spoilers. It's really funny. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so if you don't want to know anything about Shang-Chi, uh, we'll, we'll do a brief summary, and then we'll go into spoilers, uh, but probably skip this part. If, I would uh, say let's just go full spoilers. Uh, fine, we'll just go full spoilers. But uh, yeah, skip this part if you don't want to know anything. But I mean, um, yeah, skip this part. Yeah. <laughs> so from the very beginning, everything is like visually great. The mm-hmm. fighting is great. The scenery is great. The like looks amazing. It's cool. They like tell the whole backstory and it's all in Chinese. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was and, cool uh, actually. Like, um, I'm pretty sure that the actual dialect of Chinese is Mandarin, which is kind of a cool Easter egg. Yeah, you know the Mandarin. Um, the moving forest thing looked really cool. The fighting, like you know, I love a good fight. That was like eighty-seven percent of this movie was like excellent fighting choreography yeah. so, so i was I've, thrilled some I've, parts of it it was like they were dancing it was very like fluid uh yeah well, that, I'm, that's... <laughs> I'm doing it in my <laughs> yeah. seat here audio medium <laughs> well, but there's a specific style of martial arts that them a faction of people in the movie are like said to use and it is very like flowy and almost like dance like you said like uh, how like the movie starts off and like the action kicks right in. So I mean the flashback that we see with um, with the Mandarin, it, it, the way that they made the uh, the Ten Rings themselves actually function, 
in the movie was like super creative and like just visceral. Like the second he like uh, I'm not gonna go into like super detailed, but um he like runs into battle and just mowing people down with the fucking ten rings yeah. and you just like you feel everything about it. Like it was really really cool because in the comics like it's actually ten rings like on his fingers. Yeah, these are like um, pr- like so they they. they sp- purposely changed that so it wasn't like too similar to the infinity stones okay. for the movie so like but it, it totally works yeah uh, yeah i liked when there was some parts where he would use it as let's say i mean not let's say like a rope mm-hmm. it looked very very cool yeah, every like a, time they were used it looked that, yeah, cool. he used it to not fly but like like launch himself yes, across like, like big areas and everything it was really little, really like, well done but the martial arts and in, in and of itself was probably the best I've ever seen. I'm not like huge into like uh, Kung Fu movies or I haven't seen a whole lot of like, like you know, Asian films. I've seen some, but, like I've heard the raid is like the pinnacle of that. And I haven't been able to see it, but um, the way it was shot and like the actual choreography itself was just fucking awesome. Yeah, it was, it looked very good. Like, and it was stronger in the first act than it was throughout the rest of the movie, which surprised me. Um, there's the first fight scene that we see in the, in the trailer in the bus, and then there's the um, the one in like the big building after the uh, the like the octagon fight thing. Um, yeah, the hand to hand combat in this movie is just like off the charts. It's yeah. great. Um, um, you just referred to the bus. Um, there was one part in that where he like took his jacket and put it back on, mostly <laughs> off, and he just had like his wrists in the thing, and then put it back on that was a little weird um another thing about the bus fight thing is that it was so like relevant i guess that immediately this guy starts like live streaming the fight yeah instead of like hey what can i do to help immediately starts live streaming it Um, i hadn't thought about that yeah it's like they presented it as a joke but it's pretty like that's how things are yeah that's how people fight breaks out people just take their phones out um katie which is Aquafina. Yeah, that's I just looked up to double check. I wanted to make Aquafina. sure Aquafina. Uh she was funny, but she, in what kind the of annoying beginning she refers to herself as Asian Jeff Gordon and um later is kind of shown when she's like driving through the forest and like making these crazy turns. Yeah. It just made me laugh. Um there's a couple like karaoke scenes that I thought were fun. Uh the bus stuff I said. Um, when he meets his sister, she's like, as soon as he said, he didn't, the guy didn't say who he was going to be fighting. I knew it was going to be her. There were a couple yeah. things like that that were a little like predictable in this movie. Yeah. Um, shortly after that, they're like hanging off the side of the building, fighting this 10 rings army, whatever. And that was very anxiety inducing. Um, they show like family time. There's like a little flashback, and they're playing Dance Dance Revolution, which I thought was cool because yeah. I forgot that game existed. <laughs> I never the, owned it. The movie did just but, the family dynamic very well. Uh, did it? Well, because it. <laughs> we were talking afterwards. Um, like it showed like how complex and flawed like people can be, and like how families are. Like as. A lot of times we watch these superhero movies, like the hero is like this um, epitomized version of a, a human being. And in this movie, he's not like he has his past and like he's 
had to live in the shadow of this horrible person who also happens to be his dad. So like he, it like is trying to forgive him and everything. And then also like you know, the, the, the Mandarin himself has done terrible things for over a thousand years and still somehow manages to come across it like sympathetic at times. And there's equally as complex as anybody else in the movie. Like I, I just thought it was really, really well done character moments in the movie. It's just, yeah, and plus, like with a, uh, I forget her name, Jailing, Jailing, whatever the sister's name, like her whole, like slice of that pie, like being like living in the shadow of not just her dad, but in Shang Chi's shadow. Yeah, like, growing up with that massive chip on her shoulder, and then like what it sets her up in the post credit scene for uh, across the board, very well done. Yeah. Um, Kylo was just sitting in the hallway with his mouth wide open for no reason. He was just staring. Uh, Ben Kingsley. So you keep calling the father the Mandarin. He's not the he, Mandarin. Yeah, He's, I know. I, you I just, you, it's just, you it's, keep saying it. It's just habitual. I know. Um, when, when woo. Ben Kingsley, I thought was very funny. Like, mm. and then we went, to, we went out to eat after just to like, cause a, we hadn't eaten dinner and B, so we could talk about the movie before coming home to record this. And a trailer for Shang-Chi came on, and he was in the trailer. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so he's just in the trailers now? Like, he wasn't before. Yeah, they before. released a character poster for him, and um, what's it, um, the faceless, like, little furry dog thing what's it Morris. called Morris Morris yeah they had a character poster for oh, so cute. Ben Kingsley and Morris like the day after the movie came out so like we talked oh. on we talked on here um when they had the red carpet premiere that Ben Kingsley showed up at the red carpet and then Marvel announced that he was in the movie and then they released a character poster for him the day after the movie comes out like if that wasn't spoiled that would have been an awesome reveal like that and the same thing with the abomination like they have been selling that abomination moment like, since the first trailer came out. And he's literally in the movie for, like, 30... Not that I expected a whole lot of him or whatever, but, like... It was only a couple seconds. Why put that in the trailer? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, so Ben Kingsley is funny. At one point, he's talking about Planet of the Apes and how, like, he thought they were <laughs> real apes that learned how to act. That was funny. Um, um, the end part where, like... um, And I, I, I probably may have shed a tear if this were actually the case, but, like... Morris is walking up through like the the battlefield of the dead, and you see Ben Kingsley laying there, and it's he like starts, making like, sad animal noises, him, like trying to wake him up, and he's just he's like just playing dead. <laughs> and then Morris like rolls over on his back and just like puts his legs up back and plays dead. <laughs> yeah, I actually wrote that down too because it made me a little sad, also. <laughs> but the, the third act of this movie in general is just fucking nuts. Like, just absolutely, like... It literally just was, like... There was no, like, slow downtime in this whole movie, I feel. No, like, um, the second act was, you know, the slowest part, but still, like... It was, it was very, all... It just, like... It character was very, build like, moments. Like, it moving. was... It was, like, the meat of the movie, really. Like, it wasn't a whole yeah. lot of action going on, but it was still, like, I was engaged. But, um, um... By the end of this movie, like, fucking... Dragons, giant, soul-sucking bat kaiju things. It's just nuts. Not um, what I expected. All of the animals in that... What was the little village called? Uh, Talin um, Ta or something like that? I forget. Talo? Talo. Talo, I think that's it. Or the worst. Um, all of the animals in there resemble like 
Pokemon. Like the big cat things. Like, Interesting. Look very. Like, they look like. Well, they look like Chinese dragons. Like, yeah, yeah, but like they're very like cartoonish by design. But yeah. like, I don't um, it's in another dimension, so I have to remember that. So, like, I guess things looked at. Oh, what was the? Uh, they're like pulling in. First of all, they steal a car from a character called Razor Fist, and yeah. there's Weird. like his car has a like a decal on it that says Razor Fist on it. So there's that. But yeah. then I actually I was taking notes during the movie and. I actually wrote like so. There's just dr- they're just driving in there, like yeah, it's pretty dumb. It was weird. And then whenever- there's that weird horse thing <laughs> when they first pull in. Oh, there's like stairs. It's like a horse it's- with like a dragon head. Yeah, he's like that's a weird looking horse. It's like why is <laughs> it looking at me like that? Um, the scene where their mom dies. Yeah, all these people come into like the the compound or their house or whatever you want to call it where they live. It's like, there's like a square in the middle of the house. Uh And I'm like, nobody would notice. I literally was writing. Nobody would notice that all these people are there. And then I, after she dies, the dad walks in the door with like grocery bags, like as if he was just out shopping. And I was like, Oh, well, was first of all, so they're in like this secret military complex in the middle of the mountains and he just he walks in the big gate like so he's multi-million he's a thousand year old man with like millions and millions of dollars like you wouldn't have a personal shopper and then he walks through the gates of this thing with just like one plastic bag over his shoulder like mr fucking america coming home like oh you got the milk (laughs) i don't know it just yeah it was a little weird like that whole scene i was it was cut very weird yeah Yeah, i think that was the thing like um and then you find out, like later on, that the mission that Shang Chi was sent on Shang Shang Chi. Sorry, Shang. I've said it like eight different ways throughout this podcast. So, the mission that he's sent on to kill someone is the person who killed his mom. I feel like this was a very like, while it was very light and like filled with a lot of jokes, this was probably one of like the darker marvel movies oh yeah it was very like death heavy yeah like they like that part in particular that they kind of glazed over it a lot like oh yeah so like he eventually because he didn't he says i oh i couldn't bring myself to do it blah 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 but then that towards the end he fesses up he's like no i i did do it and then i ran away so yeah we never see the actual dude who is supposedly responsible for the mob's death because it's just it's as far as we know he was the dude that was there the night of yeah which apparently is not the case so they haven't named this person nor have they shown him all we just, we're just told oh yeah i killed him you know you don't see anything about that it's just fucking yeah after that well, st- that just felt a little strange i feel like that was, there might be a deleted scene or something like that until that point in the movie you, I was just thinking his father sent him on like his first like yeah. kill. Yeah. But when they said it was the person who killed his mother, it made a little bit more sense as to why he would go at all. Yeah. Um. The fight with the Ten Rings army and the village looked very cool. Also, mm-hmm. when they come at each other, there was like. They're all wearing like black and blue on one side, and then the other side is like red and like light colors and 
flowers behind them and all this stuff yeah. and like the water it just was like very crouching tiger like, color palette too like merged yeah together um the i did I, then i wrote the thing about ben kingsley like playing dead that was funny uh the using of and transfer of the rings looked very cool we talked about that already yeah um the death of his father was a little reminiscent of cersei to me from game of thrones like there was like all this build up and things and reasons that you like would hate him and then he just dies like it's over and what you said to me about like yes he used his last moments to like sacrifice himself to save his son it like, was okay but i <laughs> i don't know it would still happen too fast I mean, it was pretty drawn out like he's just being held there getting his soul sucked out of him like contemplating the situation but then like i like like, like you mentioned like he could l- leave those rings on and not do a damn thing. Yeah. He's been alive for thousands of years. He could just wait this out and survive. But he chooses to die doing one redeemable thing, which like goes back to what I was saying earlier, the complexity of these characters. He chooses to just let himself die and save the son who is there to fucking kill him. I just thought it was a compelling moment. I yeah, I... And plus, I mean, he had nothing. Really. He had nothing really left to live for anyway. I mean, he was chasing after his dead wife the entire time, and found out that was a yeah. That place. was sad. So. Um. The all the water stuff looked cool. Like earlier on in the movie when they, um. Got like the map. Oh yeah. It was, like the water map, that looked really cool. When they were under the water, it looked really cool. Um. <laughs> dragon. When the dragon. Was getting its soul sucked out by the other monster. It was a little like reminded me of Godzilla. Like, oh, with like when he fire breaths down yeah. the throat. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is like even like just talking about that like a soul sucking giant alien <laughs> bat thing. Yeah, I just said is it like sucking the soul no out of deal. a fucking <laughs> dragon in a village in another dimension. Like they went places in this movie like real fast. Um. Visually, there were two things in here that reminded me of Harry Potter, and I told you this also. The when him and his dad are fighting, and they each have five rings, and they like kind of throw them at each other, yeah. And they meet in the middle was like in Deathly Hallows Goblet Part of time. Fire. Oh yeah, yeah. The first the first time that happened. Okay. Yeah, when their wands connect. Yeah. That's what it was like. Like they met, the colors like met in the middle. It looked really cool. And then also when him and his sister were riding on the dragon and it like skims over the water, it was like when Harry rode the hippogriff. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Wong comes back at the end. So Katie, the friend, the whole time I was thinking like, not that I was thinking this, but it would be like if you were, I don't know. A superhero and just like brought me along like there's there was really no reason for her to be there no and like it was nice that they gave her some kind of purpose for the movie not really they kind of just but, invented well, ways for yeah, her to f- she shot an arrow and shot the dragon in the throat or not the, yeah the other 
dragon like it's like the karen page beast. problem with daredevil that i used to t- uh, tell you about like they just the plot just keeps miraculously coming up with ways for her to be necessary yeah. but like, like so and even that, at the end of the, like they're talking to wong and that's what i was just gonna uh, say your lives are forever turned upside down like no shang chi's life is not live live his, his life his live <laughs> yeah his his life's changed but Katie's yeah like i was like, you're nobody wondering why he even told her to come at the end, he was like, you too, come with me. And she was there like, and was a part of it, so I guess. Nah. I don't know. Uh, so there was a couple quotes that I really liked in this movie, and I wrote them down. Um, this sister says about not being able to train with the men. She's like, I watched everything they did and then taught myself how to do it better. I just thought that was kind of cool. Um so then later on, their aunt says, the aunt like sees her watching the men and women training together, and she says, "We train as equals here." Like yeah. I just thought that was a little nice. Um, the old woman, I don't know if she had a name, says to Katie when she's talking about like um, she's not even talking about shooting a bow and arrow. She originally was talking about. Her life and like where she was going with her life, basically, yeah. she doesn't try to do anything because she's afraid she'll fail. And what's the point? I have a steady job. I have this. I have that. Um, and the old woman says to her, "If you aim at nothing, you hit nothing." Yeah. And I thought that was that kind was a of good one. Good. Um, also, when his father says, "A blood debt has to be paid by blood." Blood. Yes. I just liked that. <laughs> Blood. <laughs> All um, right, so um, so overall slapping for me. Yeah, big slapping, <laughs> big big slapping. <laughs> that sounds dirty. Um, definitely. Um, I, I was thinking on the ride home, like I, I need some time to process, but um, up there in the uh, the MCU movie scale, I think. Um. Definitely one of the better origin stories. Maybe not not the best, but definitely it's up there. But uh, I think this might break top 10 MCU. I think I would have to watch some again, but it it was up there. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, It's not the, um, at least from my experience, it wasn't like the runaway masterpiece that some people are saying it is. But I mean, if that's what you think, that's fine, too. I mean, I, no knock on this movie for that. Like, just because it's not a masterpiece doesn't mean it's not yeah. fucking fantastic because it is. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to go back and see it again. In a theater. In a theater. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Shang-Chi, slapping. Go see it if we haven't ruined it for you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything else to add? Uh, no, nothing. Got it all out. All right. So uh, moving on to the world famous. GSBS. Yes. <laughs> so um, uh, I call BS um, as a follow-up to something we talked about in the last episode, the... um. The Haley Williams, good for you, Olivia Rodrigo situation, blah, 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 where that is her name, right? Olivia Rodrigo? Yes. Where she was, um, her and the guitar player from Paramore were given writing credits on the song, good for you, because of its similarities to uh, Misery Business. And now Taylor Swift. And now Taylor, well, I, haven't, I didn't even look into that. Album. But um, I went and did um, some, some musical comparison with them. Like, yeah, the song is in the same key. E flat, many songs are, um, 
progression is not the same. Structure is not the same. Um, I guess like the way the uh, the verses start like in a lower register and then they go up an octave in the chorus and everything. I got like that. They're similar in that manner. And then their voices are just naturally similar. It sounds like, but to the point where you could actually like have a legal like ownership over it. It's nowhere even fucking close. Like there's these mashups. It might on, not just there's be for ma- that song. Though. It was for that. No, I, I read that did some reading before this episode. It was just for good for you. It wasn't for the album, but, um, like there is these mashups on YouTube just for a, a just a general example. Um, I, f- I think it's called like the channel of awesome or something. I forget who actually, who the first person was to do it, but it was called the song that never ends. It's the same, like one ugh, shit. What is it? Like one, three, five, whatever progression that like every single song, did, 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 like don't stop leaving uses it. Fucking every blink One Eighty Two song uses. It. There's a million different songs that use this. So, if you're able to have a legal case with this, because that's not the case with this song, because the, the the chord structure is not nearly even the same, just the same key, but like you're setting a precedent, I guess, which is a little scary. Like if someone can, there like, has to be more to it than from, just that they got from the information that I credits. gather. That that's all that there is to it. They're just saying that it's striking. The narrative is. It's strikingly similar to well, the 2007 hit fucking uh, misery. They wouldn't business. have won any money if there wasn't. They didn't more win money than that. They wanted just one credit or one writing credit. So look at you know look at royalty for it. But they wouldn't have won the credit thing if know. there wasn't. I'm saying if just, there wasn't if there wasn't more to it, they wouldn't have even given it the time of day. Also, Taylor Swift takes herself very seriously. Whatever she's got. Whatever happened with her, too, she also now has writing credits on that album. Yeah, I can't speak to that one. I don't know what that one's about. All right. All right, where were we? <laughs> but yeah, we I, had I, to I, pause I, because the cat got stuck <laughs> behind the futon. Yeah, he's a little fat. <laughs> nah, whatever. I've never seen him go back there before. He just <laughs> climbed back, and she just had to move the whole futon to get him out. Yeah, whatever. That was that. That was my BS. I have nothing more to say. I just think that that argument doesn't hold up. But I'm not a, a lawyer. You make a good point with There's that. There's got so. yeah. There has to be yeah. something else there, or they wouldn't have gotten any. Um, my BS came to me when I was in the movie theater. Every time we go to the movies, I because the seats are like, like the um, the floor is like slanted down towards mm-hmm. the front, um. It's just uncomfortable. Like I need somewhere. Excuse me. I need somewhere to put my feet. There should be like a little bar on the seat in front of you for your feet. You're like first world problems. Or like, you know how like a church. I couldn't butter my popcorn because I dropped it on the floor and then there wasn't enough cheese in the thing to dip my buttered popcorn into. And then I had to put my feet on the fucking floor. No, because I always cross (laughs) cross my legs when we go to the movies and then my one leg falls asleep. So I switch and I cross my other leg. I just was thinking about it. It would be cool if they did that. I'm just saying. Also, why is it still so humid outside? It was beautiful yesterday and like the three days before that. And then today I'm off and I said, I'm going to sit on the front porch and read. And it was 85 degrees no, at one today. point. It was actually 87 degrees at one point. 
and so humid that it was like actually unbearable to step out the door. Not unbearable, but that's dramatic. But like, I just wasn't prepared for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh your GS? Uh, okay. Um, my GS. Uh, the 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 world is starting to gear towards a better direction. I say this because uh, Steve from Blues Clues has returned. Oh my god! <laughs> to just I can't even talk about it. <laughs> just <laughs> drop some wholesome goodness. It was on us. really really nice and like unexpected. Like just random, and now yeah. it's like the twentieth anniversary of Blues Clues or something, or twenty twenty yeah. fifth, I guess. I don't even think I watched Blues Clues really, but like I did. My cousin was obsessed, and so like I always watched it with her, and so I guess I technically I did watch it, but it was for her yeah. sake, um, or because of her that we were watching it. But this, for some reason, just got me. Like, the first time I watched it, I, like, teared up a little. And then the other day, I was listening to another podcast where they talked about it. And I started, like, bawling my eyes out in my car. So then I I was like, I'm just going to... Maybe it's, like, just the nostalgia and, like, hearing them talk about it. No, I watched the video again, and it made me cry. Like, like, it it just came out all these years later, like, finally gave us, like, not finally, but, like, he didn't have to do that, but, like, just felt the need to give us an explanation as to why, like, he abruptly left the show and everything. And then, like, not only have we gotten older, but, like, clearly he's gotten older, too, but, like, he still is just, like, you know, thank you for still being here with me after all this time and everything. It's, like, that's, like, one of the perfect example of, like, good news you didn't know that you needed. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it was just... There was, like, a, a, I think it was BuzzFeed video of, like, the three of them. Yeah. Joe, Steve, and... Um, I don't, there's another guy? Yeah. The, like, most recent guy. I don't remember uh, what his yeah, name I, is. I don't know. But it's, like, the three of them sitting down to watch, like, a... Um, I, they watched, like, episodes together and, like, mm-hmm. critiqued things. It was funny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so um, if you haven't seen that, definitely go look for it and check it out. It's pretty um, inescapable at this point. I feel like most have probably seen it. But uh, if you haven't and just want some feel-good stuff, it was. Very if you nice. have any fond and memories of and Blue's hey, Clues. By the way, you look good. <laughs> I think all the memes that came out of that. Like, yeah, you look good, by the way. And it's like Adam Sandler's little Nicky. I don't know George Clooney. <laughs> There's one. Oh, did I delete it? It was like, look at you achieving all these great things. And the caption said, when you merge, when anybody in New Jersey merges successfully. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was that it for you? Uh, Yeah, that was all I had. Nothing else happened in the last two weeks. We didn't celebrate our fourth wedding anniversary. We did celebrate our fourth wedding anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's on my GS. Uh, We celebrated our anniversary. Yes. I turned 30, and you learned how to do the Macarena. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I uh... cannot believe that you didn't know. Hold on, I gotta say. All right. um, Shit. Is it? Yep, 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 yep. What did you just do? Shit, I hit the mic. That's what I just fucking did. Hold on, I gotta back up. I'm in my own head now. 
Why are you telling? Yep. Hey, Macarena. Oh, ah, All right, he did it, guys. I got it. I fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, what, a week and a half ago? Yeah. We taught you? I'm just going to have random uh, Macarena challenges <laughs> for the rest of your life. So you better never forget it. <laughs> My phone will go off and be with an accountant working through the Macarena now. <laughs> All right. And now for some trivia. Um,. I just opened up a new trivia site other than the one I've been using. Are you listening? Yes. Okay. The code in the matrix comes from what food recipes? A. Sushi. B. Dumpling. C. Sir fry. Or D. Pad thai. Stir fry? We didn't even talk about that. Um, no, it's sushi. A production designer scanned symbols from his wife's sushi cookbooks and manipulated them to create the iconic code. Huh. Uh, to that, yeah, the Matrix Resurrections trailer dropped. Forgot to mention that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the trailer dropped. Uh, it's good. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, you still haven't seen Reloaded or Revolutions, so yeah. gotta get you caught up on that. I'll watch them before it comes out. Okay. Uh, just like you should watch The Sopranos before The Many Saints of Newark. I will attempt. And I would like to see every James Bond film before No Time to Die. We should probably just do the Craig ones. I think that's what's going to have to happen. Before but... No Time to Die comes out, then after that we can go back and watch all of them. <sighs> what day. I'll watch them all. Yeah. All right. And on that note, it's literally 1 a.m. Uh, yeah. Uh... I forgot. I also called BS on the Faust fact that we had a mouse in the house two two mice and they're deceased now so. yeah and not no thanks to the podcat uh, turns out yeah, he no. sucks what at being do we a, have cat. a cat for he just watched them yeah so he's i don't know we gotta fucking train him to do cat stuff i guess <laughs> uh, anyway oh uh, yeah that's the show yeah uh you can follow us on at the britney and Shane show on instagram Mm-hmm. I promise we'll have a Facebook group at some point. Yeah. <laughs> We're still getting the swing of this podcast thing. Yeah. But we got new gear. Yeah. Uh, soon we'll have new social stuff. We're going to post more often. We are number 154, baby. 154 in the U.S. on the entertainment podcast. All right. We're fucking, we're getting there. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. If you guys want to uh, say anything or give us something to talk about, you can write us at uh, bnspod21 at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, if you could leave us a, a, a review yep. on the podcast app uh, that you are using, that would help podcast us. Podcast app of your choice. That would help us tremendously. But it's very easy to do in-app on uh, Apple Podcasts, yes, although the rest of that platform sucks. <laughs> Can't speak to that, but uh, she is right. This it is, is very the one easy I use, to do in-app. But... Uh, so, yeah. Thank you guys yet again. And we will see you next week. Happy hump day. Happy hump day.